Hey, this is Mr. Anderson, Anderson, and you are listening to Two Out of Three Falls. Yeah, 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 what up? You know, it's uh, Peter Rosenberg, Hot 97, ESPN, WWE Network, Cheap Peak Podcast. Um, let's see what else. I got mad jobs out here, but right now, talking all things wrestling with my man Randy Cruz, the Cruise Control Podcast. Sit back and stay mage. You're listening to Cruise Control with Randy Cruz. This is the voice of the New World Order. N-W-O. And Neil Furman's secrets of WCW Nitro. New York Times best-selling author, Brian Shields. My man, how you doing? Great to be on with you, man. How's everything going? Doing good, man. Can't complain. Uh, you know, aside from the snowy weather we have going on in, uh, in New York City, I'm good. <laughs> I hear that. Yeah, man. Uh, first and foremost, always a pleasure having you on. You can find Brian on Twitter at It's Brian Shields. Great work with um, the books you've written for the, for the WWE and I'm pretty sure you have some more projects coming forward. Um, you know, also happy Thanksgiving to you and your family first and foremost before we go forward. Um, but yeah, man, we are in. You know, I mentioned Thanksgiving, and you know what what happens during that time? We have Survivor Series, uh, a Thanksgiving tradition um, every year. I, I I don't even know what what annual it is, twenty something, but uh, we have the Survivor Series this weekend. A lot of changes were made to the card in the last couple of weeks, so I do have you on to talk about this year's Survivor Series. You know, I'm big on anniversaries, so with today, November 15th, is the 20th anniversary of Survivor Series 98, the Deadly Game Tournament, and The Rock becoming the champion for the first time. We'll get to that <clears throat> near the end <clears throat> me, of the show, but Brian... Every time I have you on, I always ask you, are you excited to see this certain pay-per-view? I think Survivor Series, from what I remember, is one of your favorites throughout the year. How excited are you for this year's Survivor Series and Survivor Series in general? You know, I mean, you're absolutely right. Survivor Series is one of my favorites. Um, I remember being a very young kid uh, growing up in the shadows of New York City on Long Island and the first Survivor Series uh, being in 1987. And uh, I just remember the excitement uh, about that as WWE was was really solidifying itself as a national company in those days. So um, Survivor Series is one of my favorite all-time pay-per-views. I always loved the idea of uh, as they used to say, teams of five strive to survive. Mm-hmm. Always love that kind of dream team, super team element. Um, and, you know, this year is very interesting. There have been a lot of changes uh, within WWE. Um, you know, we're only a few weeks removed from Roman Reigns' shocking and heartbreaking announcement that that he had to relinquish the WWE uh, Universal Championship uh, because he is once again battling leukemia. Um, So if if you look at that, uh, if if you look at what happened with uh, Becky Lynch suddenly out of Survivor Series after getting absolutely drilled Mm -hmm. by Nia Jax, uh, 
the reports were that uh, she was severely concussed. Uh, I mean, she came out on WWE television this week. Uh, I mean, you could tell she got hit very badly. Um, So, you know, and and look, and, and just the other night, too, we saw AJ Styles reign as WWE champion come to an end. Mm-hmm. Uh, and that happening in great controversy. Uh, Shane McMahon suddenly uh, winning the best in the world cup at the crown jewel event. So there have been a lot of things to uh, kind of shake things up in WWE over the last few weeks. Um, and, you know, this Sunday, it it looks I think it looks like a great card mm-hmm. and um, you know want, I want to I want to talk with you through it yeah man you mentioned the changes um, Roman Reigns Shane McMahon is <laughs> quote unquote best in the world um, and then both titles change hands where one no not, not both titles uh, I meant the AJ see what surprised me one AJ Styles was the champion for over a year and you know the last couple of shows I've done with Graham Matthews from Bleacher Report we kept saying you know are they gonna make him break CM Punk's record for title reign uh, with champ uh, with the belt and we were coming up with scenarios where you know AJ might lose it at the Royal Rumble at Wrestlemania I think if he got to if he had the belt to the Rumble he would have been he would have beaten CM Punk's record now we get to SmackDown this past Tuesday, and he has a rematch with Daniel Bryan. Uh, if you recall, Daniel Bryan did not want to fight at the Crown Jewel in Saudi Arabia event, also John Cena. And now you fast forward, he's the champion. Uh, I think it was shocking that he won the belt, shocking of how he won the belt. But for you, seeing AJ Styles as a champion for over a year, and then Daniel Bryan all of a sudden becoming champion and now changing the event at the Survivor Series. It was supposed to be AJ and Brock Lesnar part two. Right. Now, now we get Brock and Daniel Bryan. Uh, just kind of help me through it. You know why you think they made the move so quick from going from AJ to Bro- uh, AJ and Brock to Daniel Bryan and, and Brock and why you think Daniel Bryan is now the champion. You know, I, I, I don't really know. I mean, uh, you know, there was so much steam behind AJ Styles' run as WWE champion. And, I mean, I feel like since he's been in, since AJ has been in WWE, he's just had, you know, great match after great match with so many different opponents. Mm. I, I personally was really looking forward to uh, Brock versus AJ Part 2. Uh, just because of how I thought their match, uh, their first match was excellent. Um, you know, so I think now switching gears, I think it's a different look for Brock Lesnar. Um, and I mean, we're definitely going to see what Daniel Bryan is able to do. I mean, in a relatively brief period of time, uh, he's had quite a comeback. And, you know, and, and Brock Lesnar was somebody who he always said once he reached this uh, this certain level around WrestleMania 30 many years ago, he did say he, he wanted to, uh, to wrestle Brock Lesnar. So, it, I mean, he's getting his wish on Sunday. Mm. 
Now, do you think they were kind of skeptical of saying, oh, okay, we had Brock and AJ last year. Do we, do we really need to see a part two as opposed to seeing something new with Brock and Daniel Bryan? Because I'm still trying to figure out, you know, one, why would they do it on a SmackDown prior to the Survivor Series? Mm-hmm. Um, not, you know, not a SmackDown at the Survivor Series or not even at Survivor Series. Um, do you think they were kind of, iffy about having Brock and AJ two and just wanted to see Daniel Bryan and, and Brock part one. You know, it, it, it could have been, I mean, it, it could have been something where, where they, they just, they, they wanted to see what, you know, what, what was going to happen here with the two guys and, and, you know, give a little uh, excitement heading into the Survivor Series event, mm-hmm. you know, there are also there's also speculation uh, that that what we saw with Daniel Bryan was not spur of the moment, and it was something that was planned, right, in advance. So, you know, that's why you know I always try to remember as a fan, you know, that WWE has no off season, and that you know you really do have to watch every week, and. Um, as far as this matchup, you know, I mean, I don't think, I don't think Daniel Bryan has ever had an opponent like Brock Lesnar. Uh, whereas Brock Lesnar, if you look back, you know, throughout uh, his uh, WWE career, uh, going back to his first run, you know, he's had matches with all different types of competitors um and i think i think the 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 matchup with daniel bryan is going to be very interesting because he does have that that agility and the capability uh to take to the air but you know he's also been trained for a long time uh in different forms of grappling and uh and mixed martial arts so even though there is a a considerable size difference uh, it is going to be interesting to see how this plays out, and then maybe you know, and maybe that's why they wanted to to see where this could go around Survivor Series time, and and see how it would be received. Now, I think it makes it more interesting the fact that Daniel Bryan walks in, walks into this match against Brock Lesnar as a heel. I think that was a heel turn on Sun uh, on SmackDown. I think you know. He was a heel a long time ago. He hasn't been a heel in, in in a while. But now, you as a fan, as a writer, I guess you're not shocked that he won the belt. But do you think that are you shocked the fact that he's now a bad guy as opposed to his norm being a good guy? I, I I'm a little surprised. Um, you know when when I saw uh, the Bella when I saw both Bellas. Mm. Uh, turn on Ronda Rousey. Uh, I, I was interested when that happened uh, to see how that would affect, if anything, how that would affect Daniel Bryan at all. And I, I'm not suggesting that they're associated at all or linked. Um, but you know, I, I think you know we. I think you know what you have uh, with the Yes movement, right? I mean, at one time it was. You know the the biggest thing in sports and entertainment. I mean, you and I both know they were doing that at professional sports stadiums. Yeah. Um, 
you know, so I don't know whose idea it was, um, but, you know, maybe it was time for a, uh, a fresh perspective on things and, and it'll give him uh, an opportunity to, to do some different things. I mean, I think one of the things that Daniel Bryan has shown throughout his WWE career is that he's incredibly versatile as a performer um, in terms of not only in the ring, but on the microphone and, and really what he's able to do as a, you know, as an on-air talent. Yeah, I think for me, man, I'm watching it and I'm like, you know, again, they, they do things that you want to see them do differently. You want to get, you want to be shocked by, you know, by watching what goes on. And I think seeing seeing Daniel Bryan in this heel fashion mode going forward uh, could be very interesting for me. I thought it would have been something like him and The Miz for the title at WrestleMania, but now you you kind of flip it where you might have Daniel Bryan as a heel, and you might have The Miz as a good guy going into Mania. Uh, I think I think uh, it could be very interesting going forward. He does get Brock, but now Brock is also the new Universal Champion. You know, Roman had to, had had to get the belt up. Were you at at, at any point? Uh, saying to yourself, you know what, I, I wish the bell was on Braun Strowman, but I kind of understand why they went with the route of, of putting the bell back on Brock Lesnar. Well, I I understand I understand why why you would want Brock Lesnar. I mean, it's not. I mean, to me, uh, besides the the name value and the. Um, and the reaction that he gets from the audience, you know, you, you do have this allure of, you know, him possibly returning to UFC mm-hmm. and, and, and being a dual champion, which, you know, since WWE is a form of entertainment, um, that would be an, a huge feather in their cap. Um, and I, I think when you talk box office, you know, there's there's nobody... There's nobody quite like Brock Lesnar uh, in professional sports today. So, you know, and I think I think the thing with Braun Strowman was, you know, when when he turned, he was you know one of the most popular figures in the in WWE. Mm-hmm. So, you know, I, I don't know I don't know where you know where that could have gone. Uh, necessarily in terms of, you know, him beating Brock Lesnar. Right. Um, I'm going to go a little untraditional. Um, usually I do, the, I do the predictions all in one shot, but since we're already on Daniel Bryan and Brock Lesnar, we do get them this Sunday at Survivor Series for the first time ever. Um, does Brock get the win again? Or do you think somehow, some way, which I don't know how, Daniel Bryan, new champion, uh, we'll be able to to defeat Brock Lesnar. Who do you got? Brock Lesnar. Yeah, I figured. <laughs> I, I, I don't. I don't. You know. I, I mean, because here's the thing: if you want to get into, um, you know, grappling on the ground, you want to get into strikes. Yeah. You want to get into pro wrestling. You know, I, I mean, Brock Lesnar with that size and speed and agility and strength. Um, is very difficult to beat for anybody. Mm-hmm. 
and and again, he does have experience uh, with. I mean, most people are smaller than him anyway, but when you look at whether it was a Kurt Angle uh, as a you know someone who was smaller than him, but a incredible technician, or someone like a Rey Mysterio or an Eddie Guerrero who was smaller than him and you know took to the air, um, you know I, I think either way it's Lesnar, and if you want to get into breaking rules. Well, we all know the best of the best is in Lesnar's corner. So yeah. I think it's very difficult to not pick Brock Lesnar. Um, sidebar, wh- where do you personally have Brock Lesnar? Is he top five, top 10, top 20 all time for you? Where do you put Brock? In terms of pro wrestling? Yeah. Um, gosh, um, Mm, I know that that's really tough. That's really, really tough. I always ask you the tough questions, Brian. I always do that. No, you (laughs) look if the, if I, if I can guarantee a a few things, uh, when I come on one, I'm going to have a great time talking to you about wrestling. Thank you. Uh, Uh, two, you're going to ask me a lot of tough questions and three, we're going to cover a lot of ground Mm -hmm. and all, all of those things to me are, are, uh, are great stuff. So I think, I think when you're talking about Brock Lesnar in terms of professional wrestling, um, you know, I mean, he has to be, I mean, he has to be top 10. Hmm. Okay. Because, well, well, here's the thing too with, you know, with professional wrestling, mm-hmm. you're talking about a lot of different um, possible metrics to to get to that point. But in the end, it's about drawing power, right? And, True. You know, and how much did you, you know, what kind of draw were you? And uh, he's definitely up there. But you know, you talk about like. Um, Luthez, Bruno San Martino, Stone Cold Steve Austin, uh, Ric Flair, Dusty Rhodes, The Rock, John Cena. I mean, you know, right there. You know, how, how many is that? Uh, I wasn't counting, but I think maybe seven, eight. Okay. I mean, at one point, Andre, I mean, at one point, all Andre the Giant did was tour the world and go to different territories around the world and do specialty matches or battle royals. And I mean, you know, so that's what I mean. Like you get into what's really the, the way that you, that, that you assess that. Mm. And, and, and remember, we didn't even get into then Shawn Michaels, uh, Bret Hart, which mm. right. Triple mm. H, um, you know, so that's what I mean. Like, uh, macho man, Randy Savage, mm, like another one. Yeah, uh, no, that's what I'm saying, dude. So like, you know, you start talking about like all time greats, you know, I mean, he's, he's in the, he's in the mix. Mm-hmm. Um, now, now look, if you're talking about, 
um, a shoot fight, a legitimate, you know, fight and not a form of entertainment. Mm -hmm. I mean, I'm not a, I don't follow mixed martial arts, but, um, in terms of a WWE context, is he number one? I would say so. I think Brock can kick my ass. Definitely. <laughs> Definitely. No, yeah. but, I mean, but I mean, but I mean, even if you look at him versus other WWE or other professional wrestlers, I mm -hmm. mean, you know, uh, a bunch have had decorated amateur careers. He's the only one that that was able to go into UFC and be be the guy. Yeah, and, and, and like 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 you said, in a real fight, gloves off, Brock would be number one. You know, I mean, and that's no, but I don't know. I mean, again, I I don't follow mixed martial arts. I mean, I know you talk about like, you know, again, going back to, uh, you know, Luthez and and uh, the Destroyer, and you know, so many of these. Uh, I mean, Maurice Mad Dog Vashon was was an Olympian. I mean, uh, Vern Gagne was a great amateur athlete. I mean, you know, you go through the decades. I mean, you know, Dr. Death, Steve Williams, the Steiners, mm -hmm. uh, Brad Riggins, Kurt Angle. I mean, Kurt Angle's an Olympian. How are you, you know, how are you going to uh, turn him down in the conversation? You know, but in, in terms of all time, I mean, Brock Lesnar is without a doubt an all-time great. And you know what? You mentioned Shawn Michaels. Um, you know, he's, he's, I would say, in my top two, um, him and Stone Cold are my two favorites. But um, you as a fan had to be somewhat excited to see him come back at the Crown Jewel event. I know, you know, whatever situations and... We get a ball-headed 53-year-old Shawn Michaels in there and Triple H gets hurt and he has to get surgery on a torn peck against Kane and, and Taker. But you as a fan sitting at home watching the event, were you happy to see Shawn get back in the ring? Were you excited or were you more like, you know what, the way he walked out, not walked out like that, but the way he ended his career in that retirement match against Taker at WrestleMania 26, you would have wanted to... It, to remain that way or was the fan in you saying you know what Sean give me one more match I just give me one more match you know I, I, I liken it to uh, when when Michael Jordan returned and I, I was really torn because I wanted Jordan's career to end on that shot in Utah right um, and when he came back there was a part of me that was very happy to see him play again. Um, so I think with this one, I was torn because Shawn Michaels is, is one of my all-time favorite wrestlers. And so if someone said, oh, do you want to see Shawn Michaels wrestle again? Like, yeah, of course. He was, you know, one of the all-time greats, you know, if not the great. Um so I don't, you know, I don't, I don't know. I mean, it was, uh, I, I think it was, I think, I think the other thing also is that I think people today have become so used to the big comeback happening at WrestleMania 
that when this happened, they were almost like, really? This is going to happen at WrestleMania? Yeah. And, like, you're Mr. WrestleMania. <clears throat> exactly. So, you know, but, but then again, at the same time, Randy, and forgive me, I'm going to use another sports reference, but, you know, I remember when Brett Favre was, you know, kind of uh, coming back and going <clears throat> to different teams, and mm-hmm. Boomer Esiason said, you know what, you only have uh, a limited window to play this game. And if somebody wants to continue playing for as long as they can, they're entitled to do that. And to me, when it comes to professional wrestling, these men and women, what they do to their bodies to entertain fans around the world uh, over 300 days a year... When it comes time to like somebody coming back or coming out of retirement, you know what? It's their business. They they earn the right to do what they want to do. No, you know what? I I, I get it. I, I I respect it. And you know, some fans out there are are the more, you know, Sean, you're retired, and I know it was the storyline, and but in real life, you wanted to you know be be with his uh, his kids and see them grow up and now fans are like you know what you know you're good the way you walk the way you went out is the way it should be and you stay you 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 stick to your guns and you know you stay retired and then part of us the the older crowd like me and you I'm all like you know what if Sean wants to come back and he's bald and 53 and you know what he was the, he was the best one in that match and I know Hunter got hurt yeah. But Taker did not look all that great. Kane either. I'm not saying Sean looked all world, but I felt like he was the best one to carry that. He looked the best part uh, in that match. And um, do you think? Do you think Sean does one more, or do you feel like the crown jewel is like, you know, the good payday and a good tag match, and he didn't have to do much? Um, do you think we get one more match out of him, or do you think this is it? Gosh, you know, I didn't think I didn't think we were going to get one more at all. Mm-hmm. Um, I I really thought, hearing his interviews over the years, I I really thought that that he was going to be the one wrestler who was never going to come out of retirement. Um, that being said, um, I think this was it. Well, hey, and if that's it, then he goes out a winner. <laughs> I mean, I thought maybe him and Taker one last time, but it's like if Sean doesn't want to do it, then he 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 doesn't have to. You know, he he gave us one more match the first time in in eight years, and you know, some fans are more like, man, yeah, he 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 could have came back against AJ Styles or Daniel Bryan or Seth Rollins. Some fans are more like, you know, why come back to for Taker and Kane? I mean, we'll never know the reason why, but I think um, just seeing him, seeing him out there and perform the way he did um, was great. If we get one more match, I think that I think that's a plus for everyone. Um, I do want to get back to Survivor Series, and now the other match that got changed was Ronda Rousey, Raw Women's Champion. Was mm-hmm. supposed to fight Becky Lynch, SmackDown Women's Champion, but Becky Lynch got hurt on on Raw via Nia Jax just breaking her her nose and 
causing a concussion in that little raucous at the at the end of Raw where she was bloody, and I thought she I thought she was just you know got hit in 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 the nose and was bleeding and it made for good television. That I think that she had a broken nose and had to you know not not fight against Ronda, a match that everybody was looking forward to. A lot of fans, Brian, they loved this Becky Lynch character, the new Becky Lynch character, and they 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 really. You know, doing the parallels to Stone Cold back in the days and how she does the mic work and just her aura, her attitude. Um, one, I do want to get your opinion, uh, your thoughts on this new Becky Lynch character. And two, now we have Charlotte and Ronda Rousey at Survivor Series, a match that we was rumored to be the, the WrestleMania match. Um, but we get that, you know, sped up. We get that this Sunday. Um, what do you make about of that match being now a Survivor Series and this new Becky Lynch character? First of all, Nia Jax drilled Becky Lynch like they were out on the street. Oh yeah, she clocked her. Okay, I mean you want to? I, I mean, it was like okay, this is a this is a, a real fight that we're seeing right now. Um, so. You know, I, I think somewhere down the line, I think whenever it is, you know, Be- Becky's gonna Becky's gonna want to uh, collect from that. You know, um, but you know, Be- Becky's gonna want to return that favor to Nia Jax. Um, but on to Survivor Series and this new Becky Lynch character. Um, I think the I think uh, Becky's um new attitude if you will uh i think is awesome mm-hmm. uh i think it shows just how talented she is as a performer um i, I mean you know you talk about the entire roster becky lynch is another individual who's an incredible athlete incredibly versatile um not only in the ring, but on the microphone. Mm-hmm. And this is showing that. Um, and I, I think the, I think the way that this all started, I, I think her opposite Charlotte flair was the perfect way to get this going because they have incredible chemistry together and they have great matches against one another. And one of the things, Randy, that everyone should remember is that these things, when they happen, are really, they're awesome. They're very exciting. Mm. Um, But ultimately, especially in today's entertainment and sports landscape, you have to deliver in the ring. I mean, the days of, you know, people being protected by... uh, video editing and you know only only uh you know competing against uh, certain opponents and all that stuff right I, I mean today the the the, com- the competition level uh of the wwe superstars is at an all-time high and um i think the reason why you've gotten the response that you have is because people love the attitude that becky is showing and the matches are delivering 
a very high level of excitement. So uh, I hope that this character that we're seeing from Becky Lynch, uh, I hope it continues. So now we get Ronda and, and Charlotte Flair, Ronda Rousey, Charlotte Flair at Survivor Series. Again, it was rumored to be the, the WrestleMania match. Now we get that this Sunday, you know, Charlotte is not the SmackDown champion. Ronda is the, the Raw champion. How do you, um, and I, you know, for the record, I think Ronda has been getting better in the ring on the microphone since she got there. So I do want to give her, you know, give her that that big ups. And where do you think they go for uh, on Sunday? Do we do we one get a clean finish? That's number one. Two, um, who wins? And three, are you okay now getting that match at Survivor Series and possibly you get Ronda Rousey and Becky Lynch instead at WrestleMania? Well, I wanted to see. Ronda Rousey versus Charlotte Flair headline WrestleMania. Okay. That was what I, you know, what I wanted. Um, the way that things have changed with Becky Lynch's character, um, I was really looking forward to Sunday. Um, now we get this mega match you know, headline of the super card early in my mind. And I like, I like the matchup and I think there are a lot of different ways you could go with this creatively because, um, either because if Charlotte wins, you know, then Becky could say, well, you know, you, you, you achieved this cause I let you. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> right. And if and if Charlotte loses, then it's how could you how could you do this? How could you embarrass me? How could you let me down? Um so either way there are a lot of different uh avenues this can go, which as a fan I always really like as well. So who do you have winning on Sunday? Ronda or Charlotte? Hmm. I'm going to go I'm I'm going with the queen and and not and not because she was my co-author on Second Nature. <laughs> right? Uh I'm I'm going with the queen because it's a WWE ring and and I and I think in that environment I think Charlotte has the advantage uh though it's very close. And I think Ronda has been incredible since coming onto the WWE roster. Um, I would. Oh uh, man, that, that you know it's tough. I think now when you say Charlotte wins, are we getting a clean finish? Or are we getting some kind of uh, DQ count out? Something, some schmaz finish where you know. We get a winner, but not decisively. What do you think? Uh, look, it's Survivor Series. It, it's a. It is a head. To me, it is a uh, headline worthy match. Um, you know, I, well, I would like to see a clean one on one finish. 
That doesn't mean that I think we will. I think uh, I think we'll have to expect something. Yeah, I'm, I'm thinking. I'm thinking Becky gets involved somehow. You know, not too much because of the of the injury. I think she gets involved somehow, just being, you know, really upset the fact that she's not in the ring on Sunday um, with the injury. I, I just don't think should be Charlotte's going to pin Ronda or make her submit. Or, you know, even vice versa. I don't think Ronda's going to go in there and just pin Charlotte, you know, right out. I think something's going to happen. It, it might not be Becky. It could be somebody else within Charlotte's friend camp or even Ronda Rousey with her four horsewomen camp out there. You you never know. But I I think Ronda wins, but not cleanly, not a, not a decisive finish. So that's my take on that. And now... The rumor is you're going to get Becky. And matter of fact, before I get to that, for Survivor Series, does Ronda Charlotte main event? Does Brock and Daniel Bryan main event? Or does the the the, the, the main Survivor Series team between, between Team Raw and Team SmackDown main event? Which one do you think? Uh, I think Brock Lesnar is going to main event. Hmm. Okay. So you you don't think Ronda and Rashali would, would main event, or you think just not yet? I just I I, I think with Brock Lesnar, um, I, I just I think that's gonna that's gonna main event the pay per view. Okay, now are you as equally excited the fact that you might get Ronda Rousey and Becky Lynch at WrestleMania? And now the rumor is not only that might happen. But that might main event WrestleMania 35 here at MetLife. If we see that, Brian, we've seen uh, women's Hell in a Cell matches. We've seen the Royal Rumbles for the for the women. We've seen Money in the Bank uh, pay-per-view uh, matches. We've seen a, 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 an all-women evolution pay-per-view. If Ronda and Becky were to main event WrestleMania 35, um, like just, just how big, how monumental would it be for the woman and, and, and for the sport of professional wrestling? Well, I, I think it would be major. I mean, you're talking about, uh, you know, MetLife Stadium, one of the biggest venues in North America. Um, WWE did great there with WrestleMania 29. Um, and, you know, there you have several months to build that up now and, you know, the old school fan in me always loves uh, long reigning champions and and storylines that have a long build up. I mean, so I, I think I, I think if that that's the main event, I think that would be great. I got to ask you if that happens. Um, we're in November now. Mania ain't till April. Are they both going in as the champion from their brands? Or do you think somehow they're going to make Becky relinquish the title because of the injury that she's going to have to like win the Rumble and then get Ronda Rousey? How do you think they, 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 they plan it out? Well, I mean, unless you're going to do... Because the champion versus champion thing with the with the brands doesn't really make sense unless you're going to unify the title. True. So, and I, I don't know what, you know, I'm not saying that that's going to happen. So, um, 
I I think I think the way the way you just described it with the rumble, um, you know, could be the way you know could be the way that it happens because because then she gets her choice at what champion she wants to face, and then if she wins, you know, she gets to uh, she gets to compete on Raw, and if she doesn't. Then she can go back to SmackDown and and vie for the, the the SmackDown Women's Title. Yeah, I think even by that time the fans would cheer Becky more than Ronda, and it kind of not saying Ronda would be the heel, like you know, and really, but I think she would be the quote unquote heel in that match because Becky would be more cheered. Uh, by the time Mania comes, if she wins the Rumble and everybody's on the side, and she could have Ronda at Survivor Series with the freak freak uh, injury, now she gets her time, she gets her moment, she gets Ronda Rousey one on one, and if that match was the main event, you know, for for the Raw Women's Title, um, I think it'd be great. I think Ronda would be even better by that time. Um, come Mania, Becky would would just have the the battery in her back. With the fans, by the time we get to April, I don't know what they're going to do with Charlotte from now until WrestleMania. We'll see what happens. But if they were the main event, I think it'll be really great for the company. Yeah, I, I look, I, I agree. I mean, I think uh, I think whether it's Charlotte versus Ronda, main event WrestleMania, um, or, you know, Becky versus Ronda, main event WrestleMania, um, I, think, I think it's going to be a major event for WWE and for women's sports. Also at Survivor Series, we have Seth Rollins, the Intercontinental Champion against Shinsuke Nakamura, U.S. Champion. I haven't seen a whole lot from Nakamura recently. I've seen more of Seth Rollins with the whole thing with Dean Ambrose. But um, good match on paper. Who do you think goes over, Seth or Nakamura? I got to go with Rollins. Okay. Hmm. Um, I, I, first of all, I love this matchup. Um, what I hope is that it's given a good amount of time because these guys could really tear it down. I'm, I'll go with Nakamura. I think somehow Ambrose gets involved, makes Seth lose. Uh, I know Seth lost at Crown Jewel. In yep. the tournament, so maybe they'll give him a win back. But I haven't seen much from Nakamura in a while. I know he fought Rey Mysterio a couple of weeks ago. He lost to Rey Mysterio, so they're both coming off a loss. But I think I think Nakamura needs the victory more than Rollins at this point. In my opinion. Well, well yeah, no, I mean you're definitely you're definitely right about that. Um, but I I, I just uh, I just I, I love this match on paper. I mean to me. Um, you know, these guys could, these guys could tear it down. So I just, I just can't wait to see it. Now I don't watch 205 live, but I know it's, it's on the card. I'm not sure if you do, if you don't, don't worry about it, but they got a buddy Murphy and Mustafa Ali for the cruiserweight title. Uh, buddy Murphy is a champion. He just won it recently. I'm going to take the, the bet on that. He remains champion. What do you think? I'm going to agree with you here because uh, these guys, again, this is a great matchup. 
Uh, Buddy Murphy is is also a powerhouse. I mean, he can do, you know, he, he can do the high flying stuff, and he does it very well. Um, I mean, he has an incredible physique. He's freakishly strong, and uh, and I think in the end, you know that that could be the deciding factor for him retaining the championship. Now we get to your favorite part, Brian the uh, the main five on five or sometimes ten on ten traditional Survivor Series matchups. We'll start with Team Raw for the women's side five on five matchup. Uh, Mickey James, Nia Jax, Tamita, Natalia, Ruby Riot against uh, who we got? Team SmackDown, Carmella, Naomi, Sonya, Sonya, Sonya Deville, Oscar, and to be determined. So I don't know who the fifth person is, but who do you think goes over? Team Raw or Team SmackDown? I think Team Raw, man. I to me, Team Raw is stacked. I mean, you have Mickey James, Nia Jax. And Natalia, all former champions. Um, mm. Ruby Ruby Riot, to me, is is one of the top women on the roster, um, and I've always been a fan of hers. If you look at her match last year versus Charlotte at Fastlane, um, she's just been having phenomenal matches. Uh, and look, and Tamina. I think she's hungry. She's back. She has a lot to prove. She was out a long time. Uh, she's a very uh, proud individual, proud competitor, second-generation superstar. Um, and this alliance with her and Nia Jax, I think, is is more than formidable. So, uh, to me, uh, I'm going Team Raw. Um, I would I, I will agree with you because I don't know who the fifth person is on Team SmackDown yet. Um, if it ain't gonna be Charlotte and if not gonna be Becky Lynch, I don't know who they'll put in with the fifth spot. But I think Team Raw goes over. Um, now we go to the matter of fact, we have a tag team match for the no 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 titles A uh, AOP and the Bar uh, the Raw Tag Team Champions are AOP and the Bar are the SmackDown Tag Team Champions no titles on the line but who do you think goes over AOP or the Bar uh, I love AOP it's not their time yet mm-hmm. I, I think uh, I think the Bar has has just been a tremendous team this is not new news uh, I think they leave Survivor Series with the W. I agree. I, uh, too early. They just won the belts well, last week from Seth Rollins by himself. Yeah. When he was champions with Dean Ambrose, the bar has been consistent for the last year or so. And they did, you know, beat the New Day recently to become new tag team champions. And they got, you know, the ever uh, heel turning big show on their side, right? <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> um,. Who else we got here? Okay, we got a major five-on-five Survivor Series tag team elimination match. Got to bear with me. This is on the pre-show. All right. Team Raw has Bobby Roode and Chad Gable, The Revival, The B-Team, Lucha House Party, and The Ascension versus Team SmackDown with The Usos, The New Day, Sanity, uh, Luke Gallows and Carl Anderson, and The Colognes. That's a lot of people in one match. Uh... Who do you have? Team Raw, Team SmackDown. 
I'm going SmackDown here. Yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm going SmackDown. Uh, to me, the Usos have been, if not the best, one of the absolute premier tag teams in all of professional wrestling uh, over the last three years or so. Um, and I think... Um, and I think they, they, they're just continuing to do great stuff. Um, you know, man, New Day's a classic. I mean, this, this trio mm -hmm. has, um, just has great continuity as a, as a unit. And, you know, I, I just, I, I don't see, I don't see a weakness on this, this team. I mean, Sanity is, is a great group. Gallows and Anderson, again, I mean, you want to talk about a well-oiled machine. And, you know, in the Colognes, look, the Colognes um, are, are very, again, very proud competitors, right? The wrestling business is in their blood. And um, I, I think they have a lot to prove and, and show people that, that they can hang with, you know, with, with these top teams. So uh, I'm going SmackDown on this one. I, I I agree because I just think they have better tag teams than Raw. Um, me personally, I'm not a fan of uh, Bobby Roode and Chad Gable as a team. I think Bobby Roode should have a heel turn coming soon. The Revival, I'm not a big fan of. The B team, they're cool. Lucha House Party, this is the first time, first time I, see, I see them together. The Ascension, eh. So <laughs> I will go with Team SmackDown. Um, yeah, can I can I say something quick on the Ascension? Go ahead. Uh, just because I, I've you know uh, talked about this with with uh, with other people, if you go back in the archives and you go back to like uh, the early days of uh, of the Ascension in FCW slash early days of NXT. The idea for the Ascension was really, really cool, and you know, I, I think the I think both guys are really, really talented, and I think they're a very good team. I I think I'm talking about physical talent. What really hurt those guys was when they debuted on the main roster, and they started running down the road warriors and they, you know, they started taking shots at, at like really, really legendary teams. Mm -hmm. And it just didn't, it didn't go over well with the fans. Um, and I, I think, and I think even, you know, even the announcers, it was like, if you were watching TV, and, and you heard this stuff, it was just like, well, that that's that's like really making it hard for these guys. And and I understand the logic of like, well, they're bad guys and, you know, they're supposed to be, you know, doing this and they're supposed to be doing that. You know, I mean, to me, it's like they're from the wasteland. What do they care about tag team history? Like, right. you know. The, just have these guys go in there and and mow through the competition. So, you know, um, I just, I mean, they're both very talented guys. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I think <clears throat> with them and 
quite a few other people and teams from NXT when they get when when they get their call ups, you know, a year later or two years later, it's like, you know, w- what have you done with them? Again, this this is not all on the talent; it's about the writing as well. So with them, the revival, um, you know, Enzo and Cass back in the day, uh, yeah. even a whole bunch of guys that that get the big um, push from NXT and the big call up and. You know, like like I said, Bobby Roode is a prime example of all the hype and you know, great in the ring and a great character. And now he's just just you know in his tag team with Chad Gable and Chad Gable went from this guy to Shelton Benjamin now to Raw and he you know he he's been bouncing around and you know Jason Jordan hasn't been back from the the injury last year so um. It's just a lot of up and downs when it comes from NXT to the main roster. Some have succeeded. Kevin Owens and the Sasha Banks of the world, Finn Balor. You know, sometimes Finn Balor doesn't get written properly as well. But uh, you mentioned, you know, the Ascension. They're just a, a tag team that, you know, never really got off the right foot. And the same with the Vault Villains back in the day. It's like good characters, great in the ring. After a while... We're like, where are they? So, I'm not saying they're cursed, but it just, it, I guess, is how you present yourself or how you are presented uh, on the main roster once you get called up from NXT. Yeah, I mean, look, and, and that's something that, that has been discussed for many years now is that, you know, NXT is different and WWE is, mm-hmm. is, 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 a different, is a different animal. And, you know, so there is an adjustment period. Uh, you know, and and it is it's just, it's different. I mean, in NXT, you know, you really get the feeling that you know the the tag teams are all of the tag teams are really um, almost like a priority. Um, yeah, you know, and and in and on Raw and SmackDown, the roster is larger, uh, the shows are longer. And you you know th- there's a lot more happening, so it uh, it's a difficult and sometimes it is a difficult thing in terms of adjusting. But um, you know, but I do I, th- those guys. If you're looking at physical talent, um, you know, both of those guys in Ascension are uh, are are very very talented guys. Mm. And um, one more match: Team Raw, Team SmackDown. Raw, we got Dolph Ziggler, Drew McIntyre, Braun Strowman, Finn Balor, and Bobby Lashley uh, against Team SmackDown. The Miz, good old best in the world, Shane McMahon, <laughs> Rey Mysterio, Samoa Joe, and Jeff Hardy. Um, you know, I'll go first. I, I, I think Team Raw is going to win. I think SmackDown, correct me if I'm wrong, they won last year and the year before. If I'm wrong, my bad. But I know they won at least one of the last two years. Um, somehow, maybe Miz and Shane don't get along for what happened at Crown Jewel. Um, but I think Team Raw gets the victory. What do you think? Oh, I agree. I mean, look, I mean, any, uh, yeah, how do you pick a team? How do you not pick the team with Braun Strowman on it? You're right. <laughs> exactly. You know, and then and look at the other guys on this team. I mean, 
they're all studs. Yeah, with Dolphin Drew, that that's a pretty good team right there. Finn Balor, Bobby Lashley. Um, I, I mean, I'm trying to think of who would be like the sole survivor or the sole survivors of this team. I, I'm really shocked that Randy Orton is not is nowhere to be found on this on Team SmackDown. I think that that took me by surprise. Uh, I would have preferred him. I would I would have preferred him over Shane. Uh, over Jeff Hardy at this point, I think Rey Mysterio just got back super quick, and now he's on Team SmackDown. But it is what it is. But not having Orton on there is kind of kind of surprising, in my opinion. Yeah, I, I I agree with you. I was very surprised that uh, that, that he wasn't on a team. And uh, you know, look, he's still one of the best in the game today. So mm. you know, and I I always want to see him wrestle. Yeah, even when he had the um the the evolution, you know, reunited for one night a couple of weeks ago on SmackDown 1000, and the rumors of like maybe Batista is gonna come back, and you know, it was rumored to him, it was rumored to have him and Triple H at WrestleMania, but that might be in question because of Triple H's recent injury. So hopefully, Triple H has a speedy recovery and can mm. still have that match. I don't know with with his age and. Uh, the amount of training you have to get back and at John Cena tours peck in October he in uh, 07 and he was he was at the Royal Rumble two months later but you know that's John Cena that's super John Cena but yeah hopefully Triple H gets back in time to probably have that match because I'm very interested to see if Batista uh one does come back to what kind of um what kind of run he would have does he still have it in the ring and him being a SmackDown guy, I think, you know, SmackDown could could use a guy like Batista nowadays. Look, I, you know, Batista is one of those guys, again, you're talking about um, somebody who's really talented. Um, and if this, you know, if he wants to come back, I think it'd be great for him to come back. Um, you know, I'd like to see it. My only question is, how long is that going to be given his movie commitments? Ah, yeah, your uh, your man's a big movie star now, so it's just he, like like The Rock, you know. Yeah, gotta gotta check his schedule. But um, speaking of The Rock, before I let you go, um, I love talking anniversaries with you, whether it's WrestleMania, a match, regardless of what it is. Uh, today, November fifteenth, will make the twentieth anniversary of Survivor Series nineteen ninety eight. And the reason why I bring it up because one, it is the anniversary. Two, um, they had the Deadly Game tournament to determine the new WWF champion at the at, at the time, and it was vacated. Stone Cold was a champion until September of that year, and then we had like a full month and a half where we had no champion. It was going to be between Taker and Kane, and they couldn't get it done. And we had a we had a tournament at Survivor Series. I think the first time we had a tournament for the belt, correct me if I'm wrong, since WrestleMania 4, right, Brian? Or That sounds right. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, aside from the King of the Rings and all that kind of stuff, the tournament for the world title, the first yep. time since, since WrestleMania 4. Now we get to The Rock and Mankind, main event. The Rock wins, but they play K2 
how Montreal ended the year before with Sean and Brett, with Vince ringing the bell, when the Rock had mankind in the sharpshooter, which led to the Rock joining the corporation and going from a babyface to a heel once again. And I think the greatest heel run the Rock has ever had during that time. Just want to get your thoughts on the actual card. I could pull the card up real quick for you while you answer, but the the impact of that pay-per-view, that show, and the impact the Rock had on the company joining McMahon and the corporation. Well, I mean, look, you know, this was a, an amazing time in WWE history. Uh, WWE at this point was really turning the corner and going full throttle in their battle against WCW Monday Nitro. Um, I mean, by November of 98, you know, Austin 316 is, is, is just running roughshod and is the hottest thing in wrestling. Um, you know, you had Mike Tyson at that point, um, at WrestleMania. I mean, there were just so many things happening. I mean, you were, you were one year in to Mr. McMahon being this this loathed on-air character. So, and as far as The Rock, you know, he debuted at Survivor Series two years earlier, mm. and uh, he was almost booed out of Madison Square Garden because he was, you know, kind of the happy-go-lucky 1980s good guy. And by that point, you know, the, the fans just weren't into it. Um so, yeah, I mean, by 98, you know, Rock's, Rock's been Intercontinental Champion. Uh, he's, he had great matches against Triple H. He's now in the mix versus Stone Cold. And, uh, and if you look at the people in that tournament, I mean, it's a who's who of, uh, of future WWE Hall of Famers. So, you know, it was... Um, it, it was a huge night, and you know, and and, and the Rock uh, leaves as WWE champion. Yeah, um, you know, me watching it live, I have not seen the match recently, but I know I will. But like you said, it's it's, it's in a time where the the Monday Night War was still going on very heavily. This is nine. This is November ninety eight. So WCW was still going strong, as you mentioned, and yep. Um, Stone Cold was injured at the time, so um, having you know, if Stone Cold was one A, the best next guy to be one B at that time was The Rock. The same how Hogan was one A and one B was was Macho Man. Um, all the years ago prior, so The Rock being, you know, at the time he was a good guy. Um, he was just a bad guy in the, in, in that summer. But he had the rivalry with Triple H in the whole ladder match at SummerSlam 98. So he just went from a bad guy. The crowd turned him to a good guy. He was getting cheered and bing, bang, boom. He's back into the heel role, which I think I think fit the rock more perfectly than being a, a good guy. Um, just, you know, being able to have the freedom to say what you want on the microphone, do, do what you want, you know, act how you want to act. Um, and being with, with McMahon in the corporation, I think it was the greatest heel run he had. Um, 
you know, multiple time champion, the, the, the great rivalry he had with Mankind following that, and then culminating with Stone Cold and him at WrestleMania 15. And I want to throw at you real quick, you know, trying to find the card for you. Um, did you know that this was the first Survivor Series without any traditional Survivor Series elimination matches? I did, and I was very disappointed at that. <laughs> um, I, I also remember because uh, that summer was when I, I started working at Acclaim Entertainment, and that summer they came out with the Warzone video game on mm, yeah. the PlayStation 1 and N64. And um, when Survivor Series was coming around, a bunch of us in the office uh, basically wanted to have our own tournament and do, you know, teams. And, um, you know, when there were no, uh, even though, you know, you didn't have like huge multiplayer in that game, uh, I remember the next day going into work and we were all like really disappointed. Um, we thought that maybe they would have thrown one in as a surprise. Mm. So, yeah, I remember that. I was very disappointed. On the card, real quick, we had... Okay, so there was... Uh, they had four matches. What does that mean? Uh, four matches were on Sunday Night Heat. So, all in all, from those matches to the main card, we had 18 matches. So... Um, I'm not even I'm not even gonna go into the the Sunday Night Heat matches. I'm going right from the main card. We have Mankind defeated Dwayne Gill. I mean, <laughs> yeah. I, I <laughs> and you know, and this is why some fans they go back and say, you know, why? How can you say the Attitude Era was so great, so good? And you go back in the card, you see Dwayne Gill. Like even I don't even know who Dwayne Gill is, or I don't recall who he is. I, th I think uh, I think with Matt, that Max, uh, was, uh, was he was he going as Gilberg? Uh, let me see. If that's the same guy, um, Dwayne Gill. Yeah, Gilbert. Yeah, same guy. So he he might have been. Uh, I think he was in that tournament uh, <laughs> as uh, as Gilberg. Um, and that was thirty second. Then we had Al Snow defeated Jeff Jarrett. Then we had Stone Cold defeated the Big Boss Man by DQ. Yep. Steven Regal uh, and X-Pac went to a double countout. Ken Shamrock defeated Goldust by submission. Then we had, in three seconds, The Rock defeated the Big Boss Man. Um, I don't know how that happened, but it says three seconds. <laughs> the Undertaker defeated Kane. Mankind then defeated Al Snow. The Rock defeated Ken Shamrock. Sable defeated Jacqueline for the WWF Women's Championship. Mankind defeated Stone Cold. I remember that when, when the Shane McMahon went to do the count. Then he put yep. the FU sign of Stone Cold. I saw that. Um, the Rock defeated Taker by DQ. The New Age Outlaws defeated D'Lo Brown and Mark Henry. And the headbangers in the triple threat match for the tag team titles. Then we had The Rock defeated Mankind by a quote-unquote submission in 17 minutes. So, um, a lot of matches on the card. Uh, it, it's Survivor Series. 
98 a memorable one? And if so, is it solely because of the tournament and the rock turning heel at the end? Well, if you're a Sable fan, that was the night that she uh, powerbombed Mark Merrow on the floor mm. and, and won the women's championship. But I, I, think when, when, I think when people think of Survivor Series 98, uh, I think they, they, they think of The Rock joining the corporation to become the corporate champion and, and really then going on this great run as a villain and and really uh just continuing wwe's dominance uh over wcw and by the time early 1999 rolls around mid 1999 rolls around i mean the wwe at that point is just on a different level if i had to ask you and if you could remember, like, do, do you have a, your, a favorite Survivor Series card top to bottom? Not a match, but just top to bottom, you know, little, you know, it could be little bad matches here and there. But overall, top to bottom, your favorite Survivor Series card, you would say, is what? Um, you know, I, I, I still go back to the first one because... It was very different at the time for WWE fans. And if it didn't work, it wasn't going to continue as a pay-per-view. Um, you know, the NWA had the war games, the, the double cage with Dusty Rhodes and, and the Road Warriors uh, and Nikita Koloff uh, versus the Four Horsemen. Um but you know that was the main event, uh, where uh, and you know whereas and and Ellering and JJ Dillon were were there as well in there for their respective teams. But Survivor Series, every match was a team based elimination match, and and I loved it, and it was uh, so to me. You know when I when I think of it, I I just go back to the first one, and I. I know there have been so many great Survivor Series over the years. I mean, we're now, what is this, the 30, uh, this is the 31st year of Survivor Series. So there have been many, um, but I just, I go back to the magic and the excitement of that, that first Survivor Series uh, which followed WrestleMania three and had singles and tag team elimination matches. I mean, it was just, it was awesome. Yeah. This is the, um, the 32nd survivor. 32nd. Excuse yeah. me. Um, real quick. Do you, I got three more. Do you feel like a little, a little underwhelmed, little slighted the fact that the Survivor Series traditional matches nowadays doesn't have that same feeling, that same aura, like just that, you know, camaraderie, like, you know, our team has to be better than this team or somebody picking their own team like like they did back in the days. Do you kind of feel like it's a little overshadowed by the singles matches 
and not so much emphasis on the main traditional Survivor Series matches nowadays? I used to like like around '98. You know when 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 they when they just did away with the teams altogether. Um, as a fan, I was I was really disappointed. Um, you know, I I think there's just been so much time that has elapsed where um, where you know where things change, and it's it's one of those things where there'll be years where the five on five the the team based stuff is 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 in the forefront or at the forefront. And then there'll be other years where, you know, it's kind of in the background. Um, so, I, I think I, I think I'm I'm better now in terms of kind of dealing with that as a fan because you know you, we've seen other team based stuff. Um, whereas at the time, you know, in the early days, you know, that was the only place you were seeing it. So um, I think I think now it's it's just one of those things where you got to accept that um, you know that 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 time that that the times change is what I mean to say. As a moment, where does Survivor Series '98 rank for you? Like the moment the Rock turned heel and did the whole corporation stuff, and then and then mocking Montreal. Where does that fall for you? Is it uh, a top? 10 moment top 15 moment in survivor series history and like the card itself where would you rank out of out of 31 so far where do you rank survivor series 1998 oh um huh probably somewhere in the middle yeah you know why because that was an important point but what happened after that just became so monumental. I mean, you know, I mean, The Rock and Stone Cold ended up main eventing three WrestleManias. True. You know, um, and the corporation stuff was good. But I mean, things just got so much better. Right. So. I definitely want to give it to do historically. And again, you know, you're at that time period where, you know, this is the, these are really important events, but I, I don't, I, I think it's, I think it's somewhere in the middle. Last two, Brian, before I let you go, um, yeah. since you love the, the traditional matches, uh, tag team matches at survivor series, so many teams, so many teams, can you narrow down your? If you have a favorite, go ahead. If you if you have a top three, your top three to five, or number one favorite all time Survivor Series team or teams, can you tell me which one they are? Which ones they are? Wow, um, that's right. Got to make you think. Wow, all time favorite team. Or top three, top five, whichever makes you feel better or easier. All right, I'll give you. Um, I know this is in my top five right now. Okay. And it's it's another old. I'm sorry to hit you with another old school one, 
Um, but I, I will say one of my favorite all-time teams mm-hmm. was um, the Ultimate Warrior, yep. the Road Warriors, and Kevin uh, Kerry Von Erich. Yep. I agree. That's in my top five, maybe top three. Uh, you know, and uh, and you know, and it's funny because, like in WWE, Kerry Von Erich was the Texas Tornado, um, but in world class wrestling and everywhere else, he was the modern day warrior, Kerry Von Erich. Uh, Hawk and Animal were really known as the Legion of Doom, the Road Warriors. So it was very apropos. Uh, for that team name to be known as the Warriors. Um, and at the time, it was just so cool um, because you just didn't see teams like that all together. And, um, and it was just, it just, it felt very special. No, I um, agree. So those are the, that's the team that right away um, I think of when I think of like all time, you know, like really all time favorite, favorite teams. Um, so I, I got to go with that one right now. Okay. I give it, I, I think for me, that would be, uh, if I really went through it thoroughly, that could be my top three. I know there are some other great ones out there we're going to forget, but, um, I think that one. If you want to talk more recent, more modern, um, I think it was 06. They had DX, the Hardy Boys, and CM Punk. That was a really good team. Oh, that's a good one. Yeah. That that's a, that that's a really good one for sure. And I think there was this um, team WWF. I don't. I gotta go to it, but I think it was um, 01. Yes. And, yeah, the Rock. Jericho, Taker, Kane, and the Big Show. That was pretty good. That's another good one. And um, I think I think those those would be the the top two for me. Yeah, I, I think I think the difficult part with this one, uh, Randy, is you know there was just a point where um, where you know the, the the real main event guys were now in singles matches. Or, or sure. they were in, uh, you know, a triple threat or, or, or a fatal four way. Um, the one that I, the one that I just thought of, um, because it had that real old school Survivor Series feel to it, uh, was 2014. 14. Where that was uh, Team Cena versus Team Authority. Where uh, Sting ended up making his WWE debut, right? I I really liked that. That that for me is up there. Yeah, I, I think the overall match was pretty good, and it was down to, I think it was down to Seth and Dolph and the Hunter try to help him, and then Sting came out, and that was a big. It was Cena, Dolph, Big Show, Eric Rowan, and Ryback against Seth. Kane, Mark Henry, Rusev, and Luke Harper. So, I, I mean, I would say for that moment of Sting, you know, debuting, or debuting, but him coming to the company like that, I think that, that, was, that, was, that was very good. Yeah. And uh, and another one that I, I will say, there's another old school one, 
is um, if you go back to the first Survivor Series, okay, going to the it team, the Andre the Giant's team might be the most physically imposing team in in Survivor Series history. You had Andre the Giant, One Man Gang, King Kong Bundy, Ravishing Rick Rude, and the natural Butch Reed. I mean, great, great villains. Yeah, Andre, One Man Gang, Bundy, Butch Reed, Rick Rude against Hulk Hogan, Paul Orndorff, Don Morocco, Ken Patera, and Bam Bam Bigelow. Yeah. Wow. And again, I, I know it's old school, uh, but that doesn't mean that it's not awesome. And uh, if you look at those guys, because I used to love, they all used to, um, they used to come out as a team. And uh, if you go back on the WWE Network and watch that first Survivor Series, um, Andre's team is just incredible. Ab- absolutely incredible. Mm. And I think the last one I'm going I'm to ask you, Brian, is what's your favorite Survivor Series match? Uh, I mean, if you want to put a, a, a traditional tag match as your favorite match, go right ahead. But mm. I want to see what your favorite um, singles match or overall match at, 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 at the Survivor Series. Wow. Yeah. You know what? Just just to help you out, I think for me, there's quite a few, but the ones that stand out, like I don't count Montreal as a, as a great match. I think mm-hmm. it's it's a moment in history. Yeah. Um, but I I, I like Brett and Sean from '92. Yeah. I love that match. I love that one. I think that match gets overshadowed, um, and their whole entire rivalry—not just Survivor Series, but just Brett and Sean by themselves. Survivor Series 92, people need to go back and look at it. I also love Brett and Diesel from 95. Yes. Um, f- f- I think the first time you saw them use a table as a prop, as someone just going through it, and then when Diesel threw Brett off the apron into the table, yep. at that time, it was more like a holy shit moment. Oh, wow, the table broke. Um, yeah. I'm just about looking at Wikipedia real quick. Uh, Brett, Sean, the, the Rock of Mankind was okay, was was pretty good, but I think those might be my favorite two. Most I don't remember just by looking at it. I like Cena, Triple H, and Sean from '09. Uh, I think that's really as far as a one-on-one match goes. I would say Sean and and Brett from '92. And yeah, Diesel Brett from from ninety five. I'm gonna go with those right now because because okay. uh, I remember those and I just thought they were awesome. And and Bret Hart and Diesel, those matches were really good that those guys had. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, I'll I'll go. I'm gonna piggyback on on you there, and uh. And I'm I'm going to go with those. I also will say uh, the Roman Reigns Dean Ambrose uh, match from Survivor Series 15 was really good. Um, oh, I got to tell you, man, th- those guys, those guys from the Shield, um, 
they've had great matches against one another. Yeah, oh, yeah, that was the finals for that um that tournament for the belt, Roman Reigns and Dean Ambrose, right? Yeah. Yeah. Um, and then Sheamus came out and messed it all up and cashed in. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, but it, um, but it was really well done. Yeah, I'm trying to think real quick. It was rated. I think rated RKO had a good team too on 06, but against the, the uh, DX, it was um yeah rated RKO. They had Edge, Johnny Nitro, Mike Knox, Gregory Helms, and Randy Orton. Eh, eh, not as good as I thought. It outside of Orton and, and um and Edge, I like I like Nitro, but uh, I felt Team DX is way better. But um yeah man, I think those would be my favorite Survivor Series matches. You know, tag elimination or. One on one, you know, from throwback and 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 the modern era. Um, but for those who haven't checked it out, go ahead and check out Brett and Sean from '92, Brett and oh, Diesel yeah. from '95, and looking forward to the Survivor Series this Sunday. Hopefully, they they give us some great matches, some great turnout, and good storylines going forward to close out the year. But Brian, always a pleasure having you on. You're on Twitter at it's Brian Shields. Go follow him on Twitter. And Instagram, New York Times, best-selling author. Um, what you got going on lately, man? I know you probably can't say it, but uh, okay. Are you working on something currently? Because I, yes. I, I hear you typing in the background. <laughs> yes. Yes. Uh, I, can, uh, I can tell you I'm definitely working on something. Mm-hmm. Um, what it is, I'm not able to say yet. Right. But, uh, you know, you're always so kind in having me on, so... Uh, I hope that next time, um, next time I'm on, we we can talk about it. I would say maybe around maybe around the Royal Rumble time. Um, should we should be good with me? If you want to come on earlier, you let me know. But I think we can get you on for the Rumble. Oh, that would be great. That's another one of my favorites. Well, there you go, Brian Shields, New York Times best-selling author. Always thank you, man, and I appreciate it. Thank you. All right, man. Take it easy. Bye bye. All right.